Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Welcome back to an old-time radio show <laughs> where we talk in higher voices than we actually have. Uh, is there is there actually a term for for that broadcaster voice? I think there is because their voice actually didn't sound like that. It was because of the low quality of like I don't know bit rate and all that jazz, and so it compressed their voice <laughs> quite a bit. Yes. Yes. The infamous. 1930s bitrate shortage, but (laughs) (laughs) you know, that's what brought a lot of my ancestors over here was the bitrate shortage. Oh, no, that's not true. (laughs) (laughs) So how are you? I'm hanging in there, Joseph Rosensteel. I'm hanging in there. I've got one of those posters up on the wall of that little well, it was a cat, but I, <laughs> I, uh, in in my way, I found a magazine, an old magazine that had some dogs in it, and I cut out a little dog and I put it over the cat, and so now it's a little dog hanging onto a wire, and it says, "Hang in there," and so that's what I'm doing. Was, what about you? Seems like some sort of weird <laughs> dog cat mutant chimera. You know, it's uh, I'm just expressing my creativity, and <laughs> I, I. I need to be able to do that, and so that's that's how it's reared its head this time. <laughs> Literally, um, no, I, I, uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I am peachy. It took, uh, I, I, uh, I decided to be um, an awful tech startup person, uh, uh-huh. and I bought Allbirds. Um, and Yay! It took like five million years for them to ship via the free shipping method. Weird. So that was annoying but uh they they arrived uh at my place last night where i wasn't so i had to <laughs> just cross my fingers and hope they were they were fine um but which they color were. did you get uh i got i got a uh, night and midnight uh toque is what it i don't know what the toque is does you know what a toque is uh yeah it's a it's it's a canadian thing um mm. but it toque is as far, uh, that's full of a toque a toque is a hat, in, is what they call it in Canada. Like, it's a, it's a stocking cap. That's what they call toques. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, no, I, so it's, it's apparently both of them have that name, but then one is night and one is midnight um, in, in the, I guess, tradition of Apple's various space gray shades. Uh, and there's <laughs> uh, uh, the cream sole. I know that uh, monochromatic oh. shoes are the hot fashion trend right now, but I didn't like the monochromatic ones they had um but uh that's not because they were bad colors uh, i think the matcha looks very nice but uh i i just i don't have anything that would go with it um Ooh, those yeah. are cute toque midnight now yeah. what was the other ones you said uh toque night it's the wool toque lounger because um, I, oh, I, okay. I, I wanted i wanted to try i'm gonna i'm trying to be guy who doesn't tie his shoelaces guy um <laughs> and see how that goes uh just because i realized that I do a lot of shoelace tying because oh, those are oh, I like those a lot. I have to put on my shoes to go from Jason's place to my place. Then I take off my shoes, put on exercise clothes, tie those shoes again, then go to the gym. Then come back from the gym, take off those shoes again, get ready, put those shoes back on, and then go through the rest of the day with those shoes. And so it's just like I, I feel like I could do with some less shoelace tying in my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why not? You know, mm-hmm. save a little time. That time adds up, and that'll add three years onto your life expectancy because that's how that works. Yeah, and then I also bought the uh, shoelace add-on that 
you can do and they were like hey you want this for an extra ten dollars i was like yeah i like those colors okay fine um, oh god i bought <laughs> so i got an email i've i've had uh the let's see that's the men's wool runners in the color that probably everybody has natural gray natty gray um not natty light though natty gray and <laughs> i got an email and they were like hey we've got new shoelaces and i was like oh yeah this was again way back when um I want some new shoelaces to go with my Allbirds, and I wanted I wanted a pair of shoelaces that was in one of the packages, and then I wanted a pair of shoelaces that was in the other package. And because I'm a terrible person, I obviously bought both of them. Um, so I have like eight <laughs> eight pairs of shoelaces, um, and I've, I've like replaced most of my shoes laces with all birds shoelaces because they're good quality laces and they're fun colors and so depending on like i'm always switching them out my boots have some blue ones in right now i've got a pair of black shoes that have red laces in them right now like i've got a whole bunch of different shoelaces and a whole bunch of different shoes and it makes me happy so like i'm glad i got them and i'm glad that i can use them for more than just my all birds but uh yeah that's what i did oh yeah well, I well, it remains to be seen if I actually go through the effort of replacing the shoelaces or if I just have a commemorative <laughs> set of shoelaces. Um, but uh, yeah, you can make it into a nice necklace if you want. <laughs> eh, not really a necklace person, um, but uh, so technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of things that people in San Francisco wear, uh, we, we we got we got a lot of technology stuff. That is bubbling around. Um, there is uh, an invitation that went out last week for an Apple event in Brooklyn, and there's doodles all over the Apple logo. What could it mean? <laughs> Everybody got their own. Um, every every media person who got an invite got their own, or rather, just like a random, a custom, a person. No, no two invites were the same, I guess is the best way to put that. Um, so everybody got a different one. And that was kind of a fun, cute thing. Uh, and then Heidi on Twitter, and I've got to remember what Heidi's Twitter name is here. Unfortunately, Heidi has a D in her name. And I don't have one of those on my keyboard anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's at Heidi underscore Helen. Um, she had tweeted earlier in the week. Uh, well, maybe, maybe it was last week. I don't remember. Point is, she tweeted like her own custom Apple invite that she had made. And so I had encouraged people to make their own. So I put together one that has Mizzy and Henry inside of it. Just like it repeated over and over and over again. Um, so that was my custom Apple invite. And Heidi was like, yeah, the, like we have our own. We should be able, they should let us into the doors. And I'm like, I know they should. So that was kind of fun. It'd be kind of funny if people just started like counterfeiting. Um, invites but uh yeah i feel like they have a list that they check uh but it's it's interesting that they chose to have an event in brooklyn um i feel like they don't do a lot of new york stuff uh yeah but i don't know maybe they they're just trying to be trendy because brooklyn was so up and coming eight years ago uh that it just seems like a really good time to go there uh not not that i'm jealous that it's not on my Post, but uh, yeah, the, yeah. The, I mean, hopefully you're not jealous no. of like, oh, it's not anywhere near me. I'm angry about. Well, it's it. like I was gonna go, but <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, That's but, what I mean. uh, but it, but it's, it's it's interesting that they did choose this, and it's uh, is it because of all the doodles? Everybody's like, uh, iPad, duh. 
mm-hmm. uh, because there's possibly new Apple Pencil too. Like those both are hinted. Yeah, especially because uh, Adobe guy um, Scott Belsky maybe is his name. I'm guessing, but my voice got really high because I don't know. But uh, Scott, is Scott... for sure. That's the I'm not sure voice. <laughs> but 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 uh, he he had hinted at um, something updated or new about something coming in terms of pencil capability or hardware. So I I would assume that there is a new pencil on the way. Um, uh, mo- and I'm also making that assumption because uh, the current pencil is not good. I don't love it. Um, well, I don't know that it's not good. It's just not for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's one of those things where I feel like the pencil as designed is a little too laboratory perfect and not pragmatic enough for people that like, Ah, you know, like Wacom tablet kind of workflows. Uh, And there was a video on The Verge where um, several of the illustrators that they have on staff were, uh, took turns using the new Photoshop uh, for iPad that was announced at that event. Um, And uh, there was a commentary by one of the the illustrators that uh, the pencil is just uncomfortable to hold after a long period of time, unlike her Wacom tablet stylus, uh, which is... A perfectly valid thing to say because one is a piece of hard plastic and the other has a soft grip um but uh the you know the the, uh the apple pencil also has that weird charging thing that um i think just blows my mind i i still don't understand that decision i understand that like oh you can charge on the go except you have a pencil sticking out of your ipad (laughs) uh yeah it, it just looks like you harpooned something and you have to be very careful not to snap that and uh, the cap does not stay attached to anything, so it just can fall right off of there, um, roll around and disappear forever. Uh, so, I, yeah, I, I just I never I never liked the Apple Pencil design. I have one with the iPad Pro, uh, but um, yeah, I got one around here somewhere. I'm literally looking around like, where did I put that last? <laughs> yeah, where did I, I put I, that hundred dollar piece of plastic? It's another amazing thing about it. It's a hundred dollars, but uh, yeah, ridiculous. I mean, it's it's in line with uh, the other styluses that have been announced by other companies, like uh, the uh, Google Chrome. What what is the name of that one? Google has a stylus. I didn't even know. Oh yeah, they had that event where they announced the Pixel Three, and they had uh, the I don't know Pixel Slate. I think is the name of the device. Um, Oh dear, that's not it. That's an app. Uh, yeah. It, it, so Google it, it, Pixel Stylus Pin is that it? Google Pixel Stylus Pin. That could be. Yeah, it should be an uh, ninety nine dollars, I believe. Um, Ooh, it has a light. <laughs> it, no, nope, that's not it. <laughs> no, there's but they 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 have a pencil that's announced for their thing that looks like an iPad but isn't an iPad and has a, a smart keyboard that is also an additional accessory that you buy that has uh, round keys because. Everyone loves typing around keys, uh, but that <laughs> that whole setup uh, has a big question mark on it because uh, apparently nobody likes the software and the operating system is incredibly laggy at this juncture. So uh, who who knows what they will be doing with that? It remains to be seen. Meanwhile, Apple is going to move ahead with the next generation, and they have buttery smooth interaction. Um, it's uh-huh. just 
not a lot of stuff takes advantage of it uh except for drawing apps really um and that uh when you're using those drawing apps uh you can be uncomfortable to hold the apple pencil for a long period of time and a lot of those drawing apps up until photoshop eventually ships uh, don't really sync well with desktop stuff. Um, it reminds me of like my primary education days when we would have to take those uh, aptitude, not aptitude tests, but like end of the year, did you learn what the teachers were supposed to teach you? We're going to give them less money if you do poorly tests <laughs> um, where uh-huh. you had to bring a number two pencil and they gave you like two lemon heads. Uh, I don't know if that was the case for you, uh, but for they would, they would say like there was some study about how lemon, how citrus helps to stimulate the brain or something. And so everybody would get um, a number two pencil and two lemon heads that they could consume during the tests and holding those pencils and writing that for hours and hours. It was not fun. And yeah, that's how it is with the plastic Apple pencil. And that's why we see a lot of people, um, add on to their Apple pencils, add grips and add uh, covers and add this and add that because it's not comfortable to use. And it was very, it's a very Johnny Ive thing where it's like, it looks beautiful and, you know, uh, pretty hurts uh, in the words of Beyonce, (laughs) but it's not necessarily practical. Pretty is not practical in the words of Micah Sargent. Oh, okay. Pretty Uh, is not always practical. There we go. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, but, you know, jury's out on what this will wind up being like. I'm not sure they really, like, learned lessons. Um, it probably is just going to, like, sink easier or something. Uh, who knows? But Where do you think the the jury for a, a tech case, a technology-based case, where would they go for lunch? Uh, well, where is the trial? Uh, it's in, it's in Cupertino for sure. Oh, I don't know any restaurants in Cupertino. I was thinking they'd just go to the Apple Cafe. Oh, well, that seems lunch. like it would not be good for keeping <laughs> yeah, our jurors impartial. That. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, there's sodium pentothal in the food. <laughs> and so, you know, somebody's yeah. going to stop them and see, see what they're, what they're planning on, you know, saying at the end of the case. Yeah, no, I, I, uh. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, we're well, going to go to the Juicy Goss Lounge for lunch. <laughs> it's going to be great. They're going to have pineapple-based foods. It'll be, you know, pineapple skewers with um, fire-roasted chickpeas. <laughs> I don't know. That's a really interesting combo. Uh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. It's a, new, it's a new thing I'm working on. <laughs> uh-huh. We will keep working on it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very well you do get you do get say in the food that's here at the juicy goss i can't can't stop you from that i i, I just encourage your experimentation and look my pies are next level so if you want to hand handle the savory <laughs> dishes you can do that i'll take sweet you take savory have you ever made It'll a pineapple pie no but i could try the problem is pineapple's so acidic yeah that i'd be worried about how it would interact with the fats um, well could you make like, like a pineapple curd um like if you were oh doing my God, like a stop stop you're killing me that sounds so good i'm looking up pineapple Ooh, pineapple dream pie what well i don't know where you get the dreams are those locally sourced <laughs> not in california those are all like lost dreams people mm. go there to try and become 
uh, actors and then they lose their dream and it's sad. So, no, I think the dreams are from uh, Colorado. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Oh, the- my God. I can't wait to make a pineapple pie. <laughs> go, go for it. I encourage, I'm going I encourage, to. I, found- I encourage this. There are like six recipes here. One of them is going to be great. <laughs> you try all six? All six. Yeah. And I'll be the only one eating them. No, that's not true. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's talk about, you know, we've got this uh, Apple Pencil nonsense, but there's also, uh, we've got more rumors is what I'm trying to spit out of my mouth for the yeah. <laughs> Apple iPad Pro, including a new processor, which makes sense. I mean, obviously there that's almost always how it works. The iPhone gets the A number chip and then the iPad gets the A number X chip. And so this would be the A12X processor, uh, which is going to be so powerful and it'll run full Adobe Photoshop or what do they call it? Do they call uh, it real? I, real Adobe Photoshop, I, I think is what it was called. I'm going to be perfectly honest. Uh, I don't care for the way that any of these Photoshop stories have been framed. Um, but that is a digression from your point that a uh, new processor is coming and they didn't have a, an A11X version. Um, the last iPad was an A10X, uh, the current for sale iPad, I mean. Um, so it, it is going to be a processor jump uh, regardless, um, even if they do nothing else, uh, the, the power of it will go up. Now, who needs that extra power? I, more uh, power unclear um but maybe they will be implementing software that will take advantage of it uh other than photoshop i'm not sure exactly what it will be but we will find out you know there are some people who swear by podcast editing and video production on ipad because or on the ipad if i'm talking to joe rosensteel <laughs> uh because of the high quality screen the ability to more directly interact with the content like there are a bunch of reasons why folks seem to like doing it um but whenever like for video especially being able to do color editing and those kinds of things apple is first in class when it comes to color accuracy on these devices and so i can definitely see why uh that would be a factor and some of the other like image editing programs too people seem to like to use those so more ability to far more quickly, you know, make changes and adjustments or edit video on the go or what have you, I think is pretty nice and gives people more of a reason to leave that laptop at home and just use this device. And I think Apple likes those kinds of stories where they can put together a case study of some, you know, editor out there who's like, yes, um, I was able to go Fl- jump off the side of a cliff and while i was going in the air hang gliding i was also editing the video of me going through the air hang gliding blah mm. blah 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 blah. and i was controlling a drone with the with my iphone you know what i mean like all these yeah, things yeah. uh i could definitely see their the power being used for that kind of thing yeah i um i, I one thing i push back on a little bit is i feel like that's fine for many use cases that are kind of internet based um uh, where it's very oriented around uh, someone who may want to put up a YouTube video, um, which is not a slag on people who are doing that. It's just that... Wait, is YouTube still a thing? <laughs> I believe it is. <laughs> um, I, I, that is just a, a particular uh, way of going about it. But if you were going to be doing other 
video work, like big video work, like large scale deployment stuff that needs to go everywhere and be distributed by lots of things. Um, mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of good to have a display that is pixel accurate too. Uh, and what I mean by that oh, is I see. Uh, that you can see all of the the pixels that you will be rendering out to send to other people. And when you're looking at something on an iPad, it's going to be uh, that 4K video is not 4K. That is sampled down to the resolution of the device. Uh, but that's just me being a wet blanket about that one particular thing. And <laughs> I know that Apple will get up there and talk about how great it is. And who knows, maybe they will finally demo uh, a version of Final Cut uh, for the iPad, because um, right now they wow. just have iMovie. If they did that, wow. Well, I mean, I think it would be interesting. Uh, I... There... I am I am suspect that um, I think I think that there is a, a lot of stuff where there's going to be applications that have the names of desktop applications, uh, but don't have the feature set of desktop applications. They have a subset of those features, um, and mm -hmm. a big deal will be made about the fact that you can go back and forth between your desktop and your iPad um, easily, which is important. But um, I feel like the narrative of the iPad replacing the Mac um, is undermined uh, whenever that uh, whenever it's like, oh, yeah, you could do all of this on the iPad, real full Photoshop, except uh, asterisk, 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 <laughs> um, and then please use your desktop because it'll sync perfectly. And it's like, OK, well, then what we're really talking about, what that kind of turns the iPad into is a very expensive accessory um to a desktop computing yeah computing environment yeah that's fair and i don't like that's not i don't want that i want i want i would love to have um you know full-on final cut or as close to as possible full final cut on ipad i could see that being a thing that i would use whereas imovie it's so simplified that i have no idea how to use it i try and i don't get it i don't know what i'm supposed to do with it it's very confusing yeah though i think the last time i tried to use it um was about a year ago when i was making uh you know when uh, everybody was like oh animoji are so great let's make little animoji lip sync videos um mm -hmm. uh well i Back was trying in my day yeah i was trying to, to to crop the video and it's like oh that tool doesn't exist in imovie and i was like the f am i supposed to do and it was <laughs> oddly enough it was in clips and it was just like oh this is just even worse like and th those two apps don't even perform the same so you're doing like one thing and the other and the other thing and it's just like ugh. yeah I, I really hope they sort that all out and just have like one workflow um but uh yeah i don't i don't i don't i don't know uh and i don't want to distract you from the rest of the uh, iPad features because in addition to the processor and more power for apps, um, we also have uh, a weird thingy on the back, maybe kind of, <laughs> um, which will expand. The magnetic connector. Yeah. Which will expand what it will maybe connect to, uh, which for me is zero things. Um, but uh, do you do you have keyboards and things that you use with connectors and stuff for your iPad Pro? Mm -hmm. Just one. I use Apple's keyboard case. I can't ever remember what it's called. What, it's like there's magic keyboard. and there's smart and there's, I think it's, yeah, the smart keyboard, yeah. uh, the magic smart keyboard <laughs> too or something. Uh, I, nobody, well, no, I shouldn't say nobody. Cause there are other people out there who are like, yeah, I'm right there with you. But a lot of people hate that 
keyboard. I like it a lot. I like the feeling of the typing. I like how it works. I like the feet, uh, like the texture. Um, it is so handy and makes typing on the iPad so much nicer. And so, yeah, I'm a big fan of that, which is like if if this new iPad Pro magnetic connector gives the possibility, which I know it will, to then have a keyboard made by Apple as part of it, then I'm going to use that one too. Um, but I don't see as it stands me using anything else that would connect to it but who knows like i don't know what the possibilities could be um of other third-party accessories but i've never used any of the logitech keyboards or logitech charging stands or anything like that the only thing i've ever used that works with the current magnetic connector is apple's keyboard case dealy yeah uh Similarly, I haven't used any of the ones that are intended for use with the the iPad. I've used um, uh, Logitech makes a variety of Bluetooth keyboards that have like a little notch rail on the top where you can like balance uh, a a tablet of some variety. So I have one of those. I can't forget the name of the model or whatever, but uh, you can basically type on that and it'll hold the iPad and that works okay if you're sitting down. Um, whereas the reason why I haven't bought uh, something that uses a smart connector is because uh, I'm, if I'm going to be using my iPad, it'd be when I was on, on like the couch and I don't want to mm-hmm. have it like balanced in my lap in that manner. Um, right, right. One thing I've seen, uh, one thing I've heard uh, theorized, um, uh, I believe by Jason Snell and maybe some other people is that uh, maybe that connector will turn out being something where uh, the there's like a sort of a clamshell keyboard that the iPad can attach to uh, on occasion where it turns it more into a laptop form factor, um, but then it just pops off of that and then it goes back to being an iPad. Um, but I don't know. That, that would require a lot of, um, I don't know, a lot of stuff uh happening <laughs> that i don't i don't know it just seems <laughs> it seems it seems so windows to do that uh that i i don't i don't know if that's gonna happen but uh that's you know. a window <laughs> we'll, we'll see i don't know we'll see um, we'll see I, I i i'm surprised at uh i know a lot of a uh, big deal has been made about the leak of the connector and the leak of the cameras and stuff for face id uh so it's known that that's coming uh and that with the pencil stuff it's like oh there's probably gonna be pencil I'm, what i'm really surprised by is that no one knows what this connector will connect to um there's no leak <laughs> of anything that will connect to it so who, maybe they'll just go up on stage and they'll be like and a connector for future accessories but uh, well, i mean that's kind of how the first one launched i think that maybe there was what one logitech product but it wasn't ready yet or something i can't remember but there yeah. was not a whole lot for the first one either and even because uh, i think i remember uh former colleague serenity caldwell talking about that uh even later on when new ipad pros shipped they still didn't have <laughs> there was still no possibility for like uh 
rather than the few that like Logitech made, there weren't a whole lot out there. And so it's kind of strange that Apple is changing up the connector unless they heard complaints maybe from those third party developers who were like, or not developers, but manufacturers who were like, hey, this is really hard to work with. But if you did something different, then we would, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to change it because you already had so few on the market that then to change up the design, if somebody was working on something, then they can't use that anymore. Um, so except it, except there's it, so little risk <laughs> that they're going to That's true. They're gonna mess anything up. Ugh, so yeah, now it's uh, now it's changed and we'll see what that does to the third party market. And yeah, I agree with you. It's odd that there hasn't really been any leak of um, what, what'll go there uh and maybe it's just because it's not that exciting (laughs) Uh, or well it could be just small enough volume that nobody would there's a lot of times with the the leaks of things it's because uh it's production pipeline you know people are making things they're being things being manufactured at a large scale so something's gonna leak but if it's something like this where it's like maybe they don't even have it on the assembly line because it's not going to come out for a month or something or uh it's it's at such a small scale and it looks like any other accessory that could be manufactured that nobody really thinks like it's worth leaking so we'll find out um i'm kind of i'm kind of excited to see what it's going to be uh just not that i'm necessarily in the market for uh ipad keyboards but i'm just curious what uh, what what will justify the change? Because it's always interesting when Apple changes support on something because there's always some weird baloney story about it. Uh, like, um, theoretically, they're going to be changing uh, from Lightning to USB-C on the iPad Pro, um, which yeah. I feel like is a huge deal. I am surprised by that. Uh, I, I would have... If if you had asked me to to say whether or not USB C would come to the iPad, I would say yes, and say it would be another port in addition to the Lightning port. But it looks like it is replacing the Lightning port, which is a totally different bananas thing. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. Do you have any feelings on that? Um, I don't have any feelings on it in particular, but I do think that it would be an odd and interesting change if we see this device with. Um, you know, with USB-C, what does that mean for the future of Apple's other devices? That, to me, it's it's just an odd change. It's an odd change that doesn't match up with its... Like, why not make the iPhone XS the device that has USB-C, and then you bring out the iPad later that year? Folks who upgrade to the iPhone XS now have if they you know already didn't have a mac that had USB-C, then they've got um at least one USB-C cord then you come out with the ipad and like these devices somehow work together better because of USB-C or the charging changes or what have you it just doesn't make sense to me the way that ipad has been positioned so far where it's like you've got iphone ipad and mac and you have all three and there's a reason for all three whereas i guess this would fall more in line in my head with apple's more recent marketing for the ipad which is as a replacement for the computer because like what's a computer or weren't those those Mm -hmm. stupid commercials um yeah so what's a computer i don't need a computer i've got an ipad it has USB-C. like if this is sort of saying as the replacement device, here is what we have. That makes sense. And I could see USB-C working there. So I'm more thinking of it from a position of like marketing uh, where that where that could come in. Because otherwise, it just it doesn't 
it doesn't gel with me uh, at all. But that said, mm -hmm. people have complained for a long time about how slow charging is on the iPad. It takes forever to charge on this device. And if you want to do like huge data transfers and things like that, then that's going to take a long time as well. And the biggest charger that Apple offers, or I should say like the biggest wattage of charger that Apple offers is USB-C. Um, so if it went USB-C both ways, then it's going to be able to put the most, you know, into the iPad. Because uh, I use that USB-C charger for my iPad, my current iPad Pro with a USB-C to thun, no. Lightning. Yeah, no. Lightning. Yes, thank you. Lightning. Wow, where did my brain go? <laughs> USB-C to lightning um, cord. And, you know, that way I can get as much juice as possible as quickly as possible. Yeah. Oh, and another Another thing that I think is a, an interesting wrinkle in the charging thing, of course, um, you're absolutely correct. I think that is um, a major reason to to make this change just because lightning is just so dang slow. Um, but the uh, the other weird thing is USB-C versus Thunderbolt because they both use the same connector, um, but Apple manufactures different uh, cables and chargers and things for those purposes. Um, and with... Uh, and, and for uh, transferring data and doing all this other stuff is like one can be a conduit for an enormous amount of data and the other is just okay like it's fine it's usb3 um in terms of like the classification for for speed and charging so it's interesting if it turns out to be usb-c and not thunderbolt because then you still have that weird thing of you have some connectors in your life that are going to look exactly the same but will do different stuff and Apple makes no distinction between USB-C and uh, uh, Thunderbolt charging or, or or connections. There's no dot. There's no lightning bolt thing on the side of the 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 laptops. There's there's no indication that one is one and one is the other. Um, right. So it'll it'll be interesting to see what that means. Uh, also in terms of uh, adapters that are made, because there are some docks that are Thunderbolt three adapters. Uh, and there are some docks that are USB-C only adapters, um, and you can use those USB-C only adapters with Thunderbolt uh, ports um, because it will work that way. But you can't do the reverse. So uh, I'm I'm curious to see what that will mean in terms of uh, connectivity for these devices. And the iPad doesn't currently have any way to interface with stuff you would plug into it via USB-C for like, I, I don't know, like uh, storage stuff. Um, Jason Snell has mentioned many times that uh, he's got uh, stuff he would like to offload that is, you know, audio files. But if you plug in uh, an SD card into the SD card adapter for an iPad, it will only see photo data um, and it won't no, it won't even offer you like the file browser uh, for the files app. So you can move files off of it. So uh, if they are going the route of having USB-C port, I would hope that they have some sort of plan for data transfer uh, over it in addition to just yeah. transferring photos because that would be, but um, I don't, I don't think they should do that. <sighs> and that's how we feel. <laughs> <laughs> but Having said all that, I'm probably not going to buy this one uh, unless it's super amazing banana pants because I don't. I have my my iPad Pro um, is sitting up the 
five-inch one, I think, is the... I don't know. It doesn't matter. The the smaller than biggest yeah, one. Yeah, the 10.5 is, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the iPad Pro. That's the newest iPad Pro, but is smaller, yes. Yeah, I have it... Oh, uh, I just opened the thing. It didn't turn on. Yeah, it's not even charged. Um, I <laughs> have one that I just <laughs> never... I never use it. Um, but uh, I, I, w- I wouldn't say that it's like a shelf iPad, that it's so far away that I've, I haven't touched it in years, but it is on my dining room table. So uh, it is a dining room table iPad. But uh, I I, uh, would like um, if they're if 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 they're really going to push this thing, I would really like uh, a very good narrative and a lot of glowing reviews about it. Not just from people who are already in the iPad ecosystem, because right uh, the reason why I bought this iPad Pro is because everyone said it was great, but then it turns out everybody said it was great because they were already using. Uh, iPad products uh, prior to this, and they loved the upgrade on their iPad product. But for me, coming from uh, a Mac, trying to do anything pro, quote unquote, uh, it it was it was not for me. Uh, it didn't it didn't wind up being any faster to try to do any of the stuff that I would have done on my uh, MacBook Pro at the time. Uh, so it, I think that is part of the reason why it sits idle. Also, I'm reading less comic books, um, which is also the only oh, reason no. to use the display on it. Are you sad about that? You okay with that? Uh, it saves me some money, um, <laughs> but uh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what do you What do you use your iPad Pro for? Pretty much everything. Um, like my my iPad Pro is like I like to write on it. That's why I really li- not literally, folks. I don't write, you know, with markers on it. I like to use it to write. Uh, whenever I'm, you know, writing pieces for iMore or what have you, um, I like to use it sometimes to watch media, uh, use it to listen to media, um, use it to browse the internet. Like when I don't feel the desire to read articles on the smaller screen of my, I know I'm, I'm ridiculous. My iPhone 10 S max, <laughs> then I will go to so the iPad pro because it's bigger. I just like, it is the perfect size. It is what I, and I've, I've said this on every site. So people, if they've listened to anything else I've done, will probably be uh, rolling their eyes. Like I love the, the iPad, the 10.5 inch iPad pro, because it is like the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy to me. It's like the perfect size and shape and feel and everything that I, you know, imagined that I would want in a tablet device. And it's powerful and, it, you know what I mean? Like it does it does all the things I needed to do. So I'm happy with it. Mm-hmm. You're probably happy that D-Key works on it uh, when you plug in your keyboard. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm literally... So this is annoying. Let's go ahead and talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, I... My... I have the Apple, see again, we've got to know, is it magic? Is it smart? Is it both? Who knows? I have the chargeable Apple keyboard that is wireless. It has Bluetooth um, that works with the Mac. And my D key stopped working and it was right before I was about to go out of town. So I was like, okay, this is fine. I'll deal with it when I get back. I thought I'll pop off the key. I'll clear out the dust or whatever's underneath there. And my D key will start working again. Well, I took it off and I noticed that the little, so the way that the, this keyboard works is there's like a little dot and that dot receives signal. And like when that signal feels, you know, pressed, then it pushes a D onto your screen, essentially. Um, 
the actual little pressure spot is completely encapsulated so that like, you know, if something got underneath the keyboard, then it wouldn't ruin it. So knowing that it was knowing that it was completely encapsulated, I'm going, well, how come it's not working? So I took off the key and I tried just pressing the little dot with my finger. That wasn't working. So I used something a little bit, uh, not sharper, but a little bit smaller so that I could push down and that wasn't working. And so I figured out that the actual contact pad for some reason for my D key stopped working. And there's nothing you could do about that when that happens. Once that happens, it's done and over. So being that it was done and over, uh, I thought, all right, I'm going to get a new keyboard. Well, I've been using this keyboard, this type of keyboard, be it the one that took batteries ages ago, the one now that charges, or the one that was actually plugged in for years and years and years now, uh, since since freshman year of college or even before that I've been using this kind of keyboard like at work when I was a video editor at home everywhere else um and so I thought I'm going to try something new um maybe I'll try a more ergonomic keyboard so I got the Microsoft Sculpt keyboard um but unfortunately like I needed a keyboard obviously I needed it now not later and this wasn't just like a Micah needs it now no I really do actually need my keyboard um this is this is something that I need right now so I went to and yes Dan you can you know roll your eyes and you can gulp with me but I did go to Best Buy um like an animal and I bought Microsoft just redid its Microsoft Sculpt keyboard. And I think it's called like the Surface Sculpt or something like that, or Ergonomic Surface, whatever. It doesn't matter. It is a newly redesigned Microsoft Sculpt keyboard that's completely Bluetooth. Whereas the other one, you use like a dongle uh, with it, sort of like Logitech's uh, mice and things like that. So I got it and I was really excited about it, excited to try a new kind of keyboard in a different way. Well, the way that it works it's got some sort of custom Bluetooth connection dealy bob that makes it so that the uh, operate like it's it's made for Windows. And the first run of the ergonomic, the, the Microsoft Sculpt keyboard was made for Windows, but it could also be worked with other uh computers. And so on the Mac, you could use, there's this program whose name escapes me at the moment to redo the keys, how you wanted them. And so the control option command keys were how you needed them. Um, but with this keyboard, it doesn't work that way. You can't change what the keys do. I've tried a hundred different ways. I've tried using just the system settings itself. I've tried using third party programs. Nothing will let me change the keys. The keyboard just forces its own thing onto its own will onto the uh, operating system. So I can't use it um, because all of the keys are in different places and I'm not relearning how like where my command key is and how because I'm, I'm a touch typist so I don't want to have to relearn all of those commands and I do uh, podcast editing and things like that so I just need to be able to bop 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 and get things edited and what have you so yeah I'm kind of annoyed no I'm really annoyed um, but I'm taking that back today and I have ordered just a replacement of the keyboard that I already have because I don't want to I guess I don't want to branch out because branching out only hurts you in the end is what I've learned. <laughs> you know, you try You think you're going to try something new. You're excited about it and you just get hurt, folks. You get hurt. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry that this whole thing happened, that that 
Uh, you you couldn't get the the D to work even when you're pressing it. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting like five minutes to I say that. I hate you for that, but I don't hate you for that. Like that needed to happen. Uh, All right. Uh, thank you for just just hurting, just <laughs> kicking me while I'm down. Uh, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I, I, now now that now that I got my giggle out, uh, the the. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm truly sorry about your your situation because Thank you. Y- you rely on that key, and if that key stopped working, even for me, even though I don't like write letters and stuff or um, whatever it is you do, dear uh, Santa, <laughs> I, I, uh, I yeah, I, I still use the the D key as a option modifier in many applications and stuff. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's a home key, and like I have. In rage, I have completely removed the key and can't find it now. So when I put my hands on the home row, it's like A-S, fall into a ditch, <laughs> F, and it's very, it's not okay. So anyway, no. I'm mad, I'm sad, and this is bad, mm-hmm. but soon things will be fixed and I can be happy again. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, I look forward to that day. That day when- <laughs> We all do. You'll be able to use- your D again. Um, but <laughs> <sighs> if it had been any other key, this wouldn't be a problem. But <laughs> I mean, maybe P. <laughs> but uh, the, yeah. So <clears throat> I want to talk about yeah. something. Uh, this is interesting. Um, for a while, there's been this whole complaint about something that they called Beauty Gate, which, yes, every single oh. iPhone has a beauty scandal. I mean, has a gate scandal, not a beauty scandal. That'd be kind of fun. Bend Beauty. <laughs> instead of bu- instead of Bend Gate, it's An- Bend Beauty. Antenna Beauty. Um, antenna Beauty. Woo! Well, there is what kind of an Antenna Beauty. An, there is kind of an Antenna Beauty gate thing. People are upset about the line yeah, at the bottom. <laughs> that's what I say to that. <laughs> So um, Beautygate was this idea that when – well, not an idea. It was this observation that when you take take portrait photos with the front-facing camera, uh, then it would oddly smooth out – or actually, I think it was take photos at all with the front-facing camera. Um, It would oddly smooth out your face and kind of give it this look of of, um, like face-tuning or auto-tuning your face or what have you. Yeah. Now, what's interesting about this is this is one place where I still feel in touch with the kids, so to speak. (laughs) Um, I know that it is taboo um, to... Or rather, I should say with, okay, there are like two groups of of folks. There's one group of young folks who has no problem like applying these effects and showing like on their Instagram these photos where they're very clearly edited so that they look like a plastic doll. But there's another group of folks who dislikes that and finds it so disingenuous that they kind of like get a little put off by friends or other folks who do it and they're quick to call it out. and. I happen to know more folks who fit into that second category where the whole face tuning thing is kind of taboo because you're not being honest, you're not being forthright, and like you're not showing who you actually are. So there's this weird kind of authenticity, like taboo that exists there. And so this Beautygate scandal is kind of a big deal for that community in particular because folks wouldn't want to give the impression that they're editing their face, but they send a photo with this and it looks like they have. And then they're one of those kind of thing. So this was a bit of a, you know, like not good for those folks. Well, 
What I find interesting, because, you know, there is a back and forth. Is this real? Is this not? Does it look different? Does it? Um, Apple told The Verge what was going on, and I find it fascinating. So I'm just going to quote this. It says, essentially, smart HDR, which is a new feature in iOS 12 with the... Um, with the new phones was choosing the wrong base frame for HDR processing. When you took a selfie, instead of choosing a frame with a short shutter speed to freeze motion and preserve detail, it would sometimes choose a frame with longer shutter speed. The front camera also does not have, have optical image stabilization, so it takes blurrier shots at the same shutter speed as the rear stabilized camera. The result is a loss of detail that looks like smoothing on the front camera. So you've essentially got a blurry photo as your base, and that is going to, when it averages out, make the skin look smoother. And I think that's fascinating. Uh, so now in iOS 12.1, when that comes out, Smart HDR will use the actual, like the intended base frame instead of the wrong one to do its HDR processing. So you'll start with a much sharper photo and you won't have that smooth face look uh, like we do now. Yeah. And there is also a bit of a scandal in regards to Smart HDR, even on the rear facing camera um, because of the amount of uh, noise reduction uh, that goes on where it's it seems smoother um uh even even on that side of the camera that is not part of this front facing scandal but uh it is just different from how the previous iPhones worked and you saw it in a lot of the iPhone 10 versus uh 10s camera comparisons um you'd get darker darker but uh contrast your photos with the 10 um over what you get with the 10s where you get uh what i think more people would find a pleasant balance of light but uh you lose a lot of um uh you lose it, it just overall appears to be smoother um and i know that many android phones have had uh they have beauty modes um and uh was it Anjay had, I think, a Samsung um, when I met him this summer, and he was complaining that there is a beauty mode on it that even when you turn it all the way off, it still looks like it's smoothing your face. And he took <laughs> yeah. a, he took a selfie with me with it, and it it does indeed look like it is still smoothing your face. Um, it was unclear to me at the time whether or not that was because of noise reduction or some other contrast settings, or if that is actually the beauty mode just not turning off all the way. Um, but uh, it would make sense if it's something similar to the, the Apple thing, and just Samsung may never fix that because <laughs> might may, might be more desirable. But uh, I I think it's interesting. I think all of the camera stuff is really interesting with the choices that have been made with the XS. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I I I've seen good stuff and I've seen bad stuff, uh, and I, th I see things that look like an improvement. And I see things that look like a regression. Uh, so it's, it'll be interesting to see what they change in software, uh, with this 10.1, uh, 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 sorry, 12.1 update, um, going forwards, because I am curious if the, if they're only changing this one aspect of the front facing camera. Yeah. Uh, I think there are going to be other changes for sure. Yeah. Cause it's kind of interesting that you have a camera that, uh, might be, in flux um as you're taking photos in your life um because it, it, apple doesn't like go back and re-edit old photos so you're not going to get like a better ver like when this smart hdr fix comes out it's not going to update your old photos that you took with it 
um, it'll stay the, exactly the way it was, which is, I believe, the correct methodology. But if you went back through those photos and said, okay, well, now that this is fixed, I would like to uh, apply the, the new whatever latest uh, special sauces, that isn't an option that's exposed to you. You can't reprocess the photo. And I know a lot of that is because these decisions are made at capture time um, uh, for the photo when it's saved out. Uh, so there's no data preserved to go back and make those changes. But I know that for like portrait mode stuff, I, one complaint I've had is as they've improved portrait mode, you haven't been able to go back and say, Hey, this old busted portrait mode shot, I would like to make better now, please. Yes, 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 yes. Wouldn't uh, that be nice? Y- yeah. But, uh, it just doesn't seem to be something that interests them. And if you have a portrait mode photo that was taken with a, an older iPhone uh, and you migrated to an iPhone 10s, you don't have the options um, to, to make the kinds of uh, uh, focal changes that you can make. Um, well, focal, uh, you don't have the, <laughs> the weird, you don't have the fake F stop blur options um, that you could uh, make if you uh, were using a, a photo you had just captured um, like that. That's still a different thing. But I I don't know I find I find I find it all very interesting that it's just very much an evolving um, thing and I do think they make the right choice of not modifying the stuff behind the scenes uh, that you don't know about but at the same time there's no way to update something that was uh, captured in maybe an inferior way or a way that is done differently now um, not even an option to see like oh maybe it'll look better okay it doesn't let me back out of that like you you, you you don't even have like a little trigger for that. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Hmm. I think, yeah, I think there are more changes to make there. And I think that again, portrait mode in general, but I use it. Yeah. I use it less and less. I, I don't, I've only ever really used it kind of other than whenever it first came out. Now I only ever use it kind of as a joke. <laughs> um, I have genuinely not had, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going out and taking photos and good lighting or anything like that. And I'm not look, I don't typically take photos looking for particular lighting or anything, but or rather even just like, <laughs> I'm not a big photo taker, I guess is what I'm trying to say other than of the dogs. And in that case, I don't need to use portrait mode slash don't want to use portrait mode. But um, anytime that I've done it in the past has kind of been like as a joke. And in fact, uh, this is interesting. There's a new uh, 3D photo post on facebook and it works with portrait mode photos like you can't even you don't get to take a photo on facebook or in the facebook app or anything like that you have to upload a portrait mode photo and then it runs some stuff on it and it turns it into this weird sort of it's where you can kind of move the the phone back and forth and around and it changes the way that the photo looks Mm -hmm. um it's I, I mean, I'm sure you've probably seen it where it's kind of hard to explain, but I, what I'm going to do is uh, send you a little screen recording of one. But essentially, like, that has been the last time that I've ever wanted to use it <laughs> because I I don't have any use for it or don't ever think of like, oh, yes, this is the thing that I feel like using because it's not it's not ever been impressive. Yeah. I And, and stuff like that is... Uh... I don't know. In my opinion, cheesy. Uh, but the yes. uh, the the thing with the portrait mode and its quality, I I also similarly I don't take portrait mode 
shots unless it's uh to be funny um be, it, like if something <laughs> to draw a red line mr red pin on it. <laughs> if 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 there's going to be something that i know is going to break uh, like uh when i first got my iphone 10s i took a photo of uh a glass covered in condensation um with uh half of it full of water and uh then use the blur slider to go all the way just so you could really see it break and uh what it did was it destroyed the top half of the glass and all the other glass so you basically just got like this floating little blob of water in midair um which is hilarious to me but uh of course not useful in any way to anyone uh now jason um i'm sorry someone that i may know (laughs) really loves portrait mode shots and sees zero problems with them so i am often tasked with taking portrait mode shots of someone else uh and and providing them to that person uh but I, I, That's so funny because I see you like grimacing as you're taking. Yeah, I mean, I, like, I do literally ah, have an argument where like I don't want to do it, uh, or it doesn't look good. I, and what I do is I also take regular like photos at the same time, because um, I'm like, look, look at how good this regular photo is. It's like an actual photo with composition and stuff, and you don't have to be like two inches from somebody's. You don't have to be like ten feet away to get something that looks like you're two inches from somebody's face. But um. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's it's weird, and the the Facebook 3D thing is disturbing. Uh, I'm looking at what you sent me. Oh yeah, you're looking at it now. Yeah, that was that was that was weird. Um, is that your ear on? Yeah, it like cuts my ear off. It's so strange. <laughs> That's what I even commented. I'm like, it doesn't like my curls, and it cut my ear off and put it on the wall. Yeah, well, I don't think that's Facebook's. Uh, no, program. it's not Facebook's no. fault. Essentially, it's be- it's where the depth map has placed the ear. Yeah. But Facebook takes where the uh, like how the depth map is set up, and then does some processing to figure out what it needs. Because if you'll note, it's hard to see in those, but I've seen some other people posting them, and that's what caused me to post them. And they like it shows this sort of blurred um, effect that is in the background and i think that's what facebook is doing it's sort of adding some data or removing some data or sort of like interpolating some of these uh depth map or depth layers to create a more 3d effect with the thing that's in the front and the thing that's in the back so i think it could have chosen to make the ear part of the front part of the photo but it ended up thinking that it belonged in the back and therefore it got stuck to the wall instead of being part of my face (laughs) <laughs> well uh yeah so i would not use this feature uh for these reasons uh but also i, I see no utility to this it, it just looks like it's some way to get to catch people's get some eye other when use out of yeah 3d photos or i mean some other use out of portrait photos and yeah it's totally for like it's a facebook specific thing because i know you haven't been on facebook in a long time but or <laughs> i guess you you'd you do you just do it for you I, like i'm thinking I, of the i, I i'm on instagram i have i have deactivated my facebook account oh that's right you yeah. yeah i thought so okay so with the deactivated facebook like um you i don't know if you've been on it long i don't know if you were on it whenever the um oh boy the like 
fully 3D video was one of the things. Yes. And they would use those special 3D cameras where you can see in 360 degree, not 3D. That's what I was trying to say. 360 degree video. Um, and then also panoramic images. They're set up in this very specific way that has that feel. And so folks know like when to stop in their Facebook newsfeed and can kind of move their phone around to see a, a particular way that something's done. And so that's where that comes in. Um, it is one of those that I think people will stop on because like, oh, this is one of those fun, weird things that Facebook does. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not, I not also, that interesting. I wonder if it's um, at least some part of it is uh, in an effort to make something that is Oculus friendly um, because oh, looking, good point. looking at 2D Oculus content. Yeah, yeah. Looking at 2D photos <laughs> on cards in space uh, seems seems bad uh, for using that. But uh, who, who knows what they're going to do with that? disaster um but uh i i I, yeah it's definitely remember remember like two years ago when it was like oh it's the year of vr apple's so behind on vr and everybody's doing vr and oh man what's gonna happen facebook's got oculus coming out and htc vive and what are you gonna do what's gonna happen the world's changing zero difference to the world Yes, it's true. Yeah. Zero difference to the world. Yeah, I, I, I still get frustrated when when it's like, oh, that looks. In- it was an interesting demo, and I just saw an even better demo. And it's like, well, keyword here is demo. Um, it's it's not it's not a thing. It's not going to be a thing. It's it's just like you can't make content for it uh, that is anything other than a demo. Then who cares? But uh, well, we'll we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, that would be my theory: is that they they want to make stuff that um is more interesting to look at in three D. And uh, Apple makes horrible depth maps of this stuff because the portrait mode shots you can even see when you crank up the depth sliders. I bet if you look at the same photo and you cranked the uh, fake blur all the way to the top. Um, that that ear would be completely obliterated because I'm sure that Apple is putting your ear in depth on the wrong plane uh because uh-huh. it is probably guessing incorrectly uh and i i've seen a lot of examples of that um uh what's his name austin man is that uh he, he does he does yes. yeah he does a lot of yeah. iphone photography and he was using uh the iphone 10s before anybody really had one um uh which is i, I believe apple frequently seeds uh him with early versions of things so that he can play with them uh, and there were a lot of broken photos where people's ears and parts of shirts and things were in the wrong places. And a lot of times when people are like, oh, look at that hair detail. And it's like, well, it's not hair detail. That part of the background isn't blurred because it thinks that background is in the foreground because um, it's part of like a piece of door trim that's next to your head or something. So there's uh, there's stuff. There's stuff with portrait mode that I think is bad. There are some shots that look pretty okay uh one thing i thought was interesting was uh uh mike is mike hurley is in orlando is orlando no he's he's not in orlando uh that would would be kind of funny though but uh mike Mike hurley is in uh uh, chicago um at a Mm -hmm. thing and he had an instagram story where he was like i bought uh google pixel 3 because of course he did and the he took a portrait mode shot with it um and a portrait mode shot with the iphone 10s uh max and compared the two uh and did a little instagram poll and everybody said that well not everybody 70 percent of respondents uh said that the uh google pixel 
uh, three uh, had a better uh, effect overall for that particular shot. Now, of course, that is shot dependent and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And when the Google Pixel first came out, it took awful, 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 just even worse than iPhone uh, 10 uh, uh, fake depth stuff at the time. But they seem to have made a lot of improvements. And there's this completely algorithmic, uh, well, I don't know if it's algorithmic or heuristic or whatever. But anyway, they they are doing a completely software um, based solution for trying to figure out uh, the planes of depth uh, in a photo and trying to figure out hair and stuff. Um, but they mm. seem to be doing a much better job with hair edges these days than Apple seems to be doing, uh, where um, uh, uh, Mike still had parts of uh, his hair um, where there was uh, like a little wedge shape gap in between two pieces of hair. That would be like have a weird webbing blur in between. And that's not how that works uh anyone um but uh that that seems to be another area where it's kind of interesting that the the pixel still has a bit of an edge on um well kind of a literal edge too uh on what apple is doing with the sort of soft weird blobby edges that they they get with their uh their camera stuff so i don't know um We'll see how that continues to evolve. Um, but I, I'm interested to see what happens with this 10R that's going to come out because I'm not convinced that it is going to take uh, photos with its singular camera um, using portrait mode that are uh, anywhere near what the Google Pixel does with its single camera in portrait mode, just based on what happens when you're using the 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 current cameras set that they have now, it should be providing even better data. So <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it's something to keep an eye on. And as, um, you know, I've seen a lot of apps update now with, uh, new features using the machine learning, blah, 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 chip, blah. It's in, <laughs> in the new neural iPhones. And, thank you. The neural <laughs> engine that's in those, uh, it's, you know that, and I don't, that's sad. Um, I just know it because I make fun of it a lot. Um, <laughs> just kind of use it to punctuate. Have you got your neural engine ready? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to think about how that sounds, but anyway, um, it'll be interesting to see how that works. Cause a lot of the stuff with Apple's differential privacy, folks can share data with Apple without, you know, revealing themselves. And in doing so, a, Apple, yes, I like to eight 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 apples and bananas. Um, Apple gets more information. That's right, I said Apple again. This time it was on purpose. Um, <laughs> they get more information and get to use that to improve a bunch of different stuff. And so I can imagine that fall detection is going to improve, and I could see portrait mode improving because the reason that there is allegedly landscape um, face ID on iPad is because of all of the training that has taken place, the, you know, machine learning training that's taken place between uh, the launch of Face ID and now uh, all of that data that Apple's gotten from its bajillion trillion customers. Eh, I'm <laughs> you don't have faith. OK, no, <laughs> I mean, but if Google, like if Google can do it. If Google can do it with machine learning processing, then one would hope that Apple can combine this hardware that's supposed to make this stuff easier with the machine learning 
you know, literal, like when I say learning, I mean, active learning, machine learning that is taking place as we speak to improve over time, be that with iOS updates or like the next version. I want to, I want to believe uh, that it's going to improve that, that it's going to get better because yeah, Google's using one camera to do this and they're doing a better job with just the ML. And so Apple should be able to use hardware and ML together to do even better, but we'll see. Yeah, it's but it's it's not it's not uh, apples to apples here uh, because <laughs> uh, they you you have completely different um, machine learning techniques and data sets. Um, even though it's differential privacy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, stuff that's being sent, um, uh, Google just has an enormous bucket of data. Um, like, well, not even a bucket, an ocean of data to uh use to feed into the the systems that are doing this and even when apple has uh information that is protected by privacy and anonymous and blah 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 blah, blah and it's sending certain features up to apple and then those those little bits and pieces those little tiny features are uh put together into you know almost like uh you break down like a fingerprint into a set of like signature arcs and stuff uh into like little data points and then you feed those Mm -hmm. tiny little data points back to all of these other phones via software updates and stuff and they get that information and then they can apply that to uh their machine learning whatever on the device because it's not it doesn't have that ocean of data it just has like these little updated things it's impressive what apple can do on device that doesn't require sending all of your stuff to the cloud um but (laughs) It is a cloud, <laughs> but it is, uh, it's, it's different than it is a completely different system. So I, I, I think that, uh, it, it winds up, you wind up with different pluses and minuses in both cases. And, uh, I don't, I, it makes it really hard to have these direct comparisons. Um, you literally have to take photos of exactly the same stuff and be like, okay, so what did it get right? And what did it get wrong? And then you have to even do that over time it seems like because both of these companies are improving things uh and you can't just go back and like update an existing photo so maybe somebody one of these larger publications not me because i don't have this money um they need to have a test suite where they just keep taking photos of the same stuff over and over and over again um and finding out if there are any changes or improvements over time because i don't know how else you can compare this uh uh over over a long extended period of time yeah Mm -hmm. that's fair Uh, i don't know now i did hear you said uh with the ocean of data reminded me um if you hold up a pixel three to your ear you can hear that ocean of data (laughs) Uh, wouldn't that be funny uh but if only i kind of like the not pink color to be perfectly honest with you I like color in general, and mm. it's nice that they have it, and we don't over in our little world. You could always trade in your iPhone XS Max for an iPhone XR. This is true. Ten, this ten, is true. Ten, in ten, fact, ten R. I get, oh, that's okay. Sorry. I knew what you meant. I yeah. knew what you meant, and that's all that matters. Um, it's hard. Right now, I, a company sent me, that's what she said, a company sent me um, some cases, or not cases, but those stupid, plex, not plexiglass. Skins. Wow. There, no, it's just, it's a glass, like tempered glass screen protector thing. And hmm. I'm, I hate them. I'm not usually big on them. However, these, this company makes them where they also have blue light filtering built in. 
And so it helps filter out some of the blue light that, you know, hits you at night or whatever. Uh, so I was like, you know what, I'm going to try this. I just want to see what it's like to have this on here. And so I have that on there and then I don't have a case on it because if I drop it, then the, the, the screen that I put on there shatters first before your actual screen does like, that's what they're designed to do. Um, and so last night I was literally thinking, wow, everybody has been like, yeah, but if you got one of those, then you would have, you would cover it with a case anyway. So the color wouldn't be showing. Mm -hmm. And I kind of had a, like a, that'll show you because <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a case on it right now. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm just going to get an iPhone 10 R and send this iPhone 10 S max back to the, the, the lab. Yeah. Well, there was, there was, uh, that, that rumor that Apple is going to be making a clear case for the iPhone 10 R, um, where you'll still be able to see the color of the device through it, uh, which would be a unusual departure for them because they don't make hard plastic, uh, cases like that. Um, assuming it's plastic and not, you know, just another gorilla glass sheath that you put on it. But, uh, it is, it, it is. It would be interesting if they went that route in order to show off the case, because I think the reality of the situation is that um, people put cases on their cases because they're worried about busting the stuff up, especially with something like the 10R, where it's the anodized aluminum that's kind of soft, uh, and you can scratch it up and reveal the aluminum aluminum underneath the color part of it uh, pretty easily. So, you know, there's there's that. But I believe we have discussed a lot of things we've discussed a lot of things and we have reached i don't even remember what the voice it was that i was doing and we have reached the end of another nope that's no, not it no. i don't remember new my voice is too dry right now it's Ugh. okay um <laughs> there it is yeah, it's, yeah there we go now we found it it's right in here uh we have reached the end of another episode the horses have uh reached the end of the of the track so go get your bets and if uh stew stew uh Bob is here to knock your knees in if you don't have the money for him. All right. <laughs> goodbye, folks.